Welcome to Things Hoped For, an odyssey between hopes and realities. This podcast will explore and exercise the vehicle of faith to help us understand how to get to our destination. Where are we going, you ask? (laughs) Well, to the land that God promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. So, are you ready? welcome you here lord we know that we can't start anything without you father god so we just ask that you would be on our tongues um lord god let your wisdom come through father god i pray that you would join us lord and um give us actionable steps father god inspire us lord um cover us in your love cover us in your wisdom father god and i pray that you would just bless our minds open our minds and our hearts and our spirits father for what it is that you have for us in this conversation lord i pray that we would have fun um I pray that this message, Lord God, would touch so many others, Father. It's in your mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 So we want to play this game. Okay. We're going to get to know you a little bit. Okay. It's called Three Random Questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I love when, like, I that they're like, Three okay. random questions. All right. What are these questions? Cool. Cool. Let's get it started. Let's get it. Okay. First question. Uh-huh. My, my type A-ness and wanting to be prepared is <laughs> really scared right yep, now. But yep. okay. Yeah, shake it off. <laughs> okay. You wake up and you notice that your life is a musical. What three songs would be in it? A musical? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Birds start chirping everywhere, start flying, and the, and the piano starts playing. And what song is it? 
mean, the first song that comes to my mind, because I just feel like it's it's just my life, is, uh-huh. uh, and it's no fun, joyous song, but it's just Yolanda Adams, I'm Ready. There we go. Yes. And so that's, that's a good song. Like, Love me some Yolanda. Yeah. So I, I wake up and, um, yeah, beyond what I see. Uh-huh. I'm, you know what's best for me. It's very Prepare my heart. Prepare my mind. Co- I'm ready. And that's just how I start my day. There we go. Um, and I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. So then now you start off your day and the rest of the day is fantastic. Yeah. Pretty right. much. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. I'm going to let you slide with the two. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, cool. What's a habit that you have that may seem weird to other people, but it's totally normal to you? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a habit, but I guess one thing, people always look at me weird about, I, I don't do my own laundry. Uh-huh. I get my laundry done. Uh-huh. And people are just like, really, you don't, like, you don't do your own laundry. No, They're like, how absurd. Yeah. No, I don't. You don't do your own. And it's something that I've, I've, it's become a habit. I've had yeah. done my laundry in probably three years. Wow. Okay, so why? Uh, so it all started out when, you know, there was a big flood in my house and we had to take uh-huh. things. Me, me and my mom were going to take things to the laundromat to actually uh-huh. wash it. And he's okay. like, oh no, I have this wash and fold. Just leave it. And um, and so I knew we had that service. Yeah. And so a couple weeks later I got busy or something happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just going to use this this one time. Yeah. And then it, it happened again. <laughs> and I'm just going to use this this one time. And next thing you know, I just started taking it every week. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I hate doing laundry. Yeah, so laundry. that yeah, that might be something that so okay, I don't hate sorting them out and putting them away. I hate folding them. Yeah. Like putting them back. I hate going up and down the stairs to the laundry room yeah. and unloading and then having and I don't like when at the end of the day the laundry the basket's sitting there right. clean clothes. Right. Because I may have to fold like I don't like folding. <laughs> I'll put it away. So Honestly, I'll just drop it off yeah. before I start my day. Yeah. Do a whole bunch of stuff, pick it up, put it away, and yeah. done. Girl, keep your peace. Yes. That's, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's a good habit. Keep your peace. It's a fantastic habit. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I might steal that from you. Okay, cool. Last one. Mm-hmm. If you could go back in the past as your older self, right, as you right now, to babysit your younger self, what would you do together for fun? Um, I'm probably I'm like to myself. So honestly, probably just dance around. Oh, I'd probably just nice. dance around more. Yeah, or do some puzzles. Yeah, <laughs> puzzles are fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dance around the house more. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, do a little bit more playtime. Yeah. I think I've always been a serious person. Uh huh. So I didn't actually like play a lot, but you know. Okay. Okay. Just let loose, let my hair down, and just dance around. Yes. <laughs> Now I feel like I have to have a picture of baby Sharika. Oh. <laughs> so I can I can properly envision this in my head. Yes, I'll text you something when I get okay. home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that is you, and I learned some new things about you. Let loose, let your hair down. Yeah. Dance a little bit. Okay, okay. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. Oh, well, thank you for asking. <laughs> you on the spot. <laughs> okay, so we'd love to know. Um, your salvation story. Why do you love Jesus? Why did you even become a believer in five minutes or less? Five minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the beginning of my journey uh, when I was young, um, grew up in a Catholic church um, with mm-hmm. my family. And I, um, through, I think it was probably preteen years, okay. got a little rebellious. And I remember um, my neighbors. Sharika rebellious? <laughs> what? They, uh, they took me to Times Square Church in Manhattan. 
Oh, and, I remember that church. Okay. Um, I at the youth group there, and I absolutely fell in love. Mm-hmm. I I don't even know how old I was. I was probably like ten, uh, maybe eleven, twelve, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, twelve, thirteen. Um, but they took me to the youth group there, and I absolutely fell in love. Like that was it. And, you know, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to church with them <laughs> for you know whatever, however long, because yeah. I enjoyed it. I was actually engaged. I actually mm-hmm. was understanding what was going on, and that's when that's when it all mm-hmm. began. My love with God. Wow. And, Became saved, and yeah. Then, of course, throughout life and you know, moving to Maryland, and yeah. Finding a new church and just growing up there, allowing my daughter to grow up in church. As yeah. Well. So that that's was so awesome. What do you feel like was different about that church? You mentioned like you felt like you were being engaged. Like, could you go deeper into that? Like, um, it was more relatable. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, I mean you know the Catholic at that time at that age. Mm-hmm. The going to the Catholic Church wasn't for me. It grabbed mm-hmm. my attention. The music was loud. And, yeah. Um. You know the the praise and worship. Yeah. Um, and the messages. The youth group was very geared towards mm-hmm. you know youth and speaking to us and the things we were dealing with at yeah. that time. Yeah. Um. You know they weren't talking, uh, big language and you know mm-hmm. everything that's going on and and, and whatever you know reading yeah. the Bible scripture. But they were making mm-hmm. things relatable to what a twelve year old would that's go so through. Cool. Um, whether it was, you know, how to deal with friendships or mm. even just your own personal journeys of sadness or yeah. all that stuff, like, you know, um, teaching us that, you know, God is your peace, God yeah. is everything to you. And um, at that time, like I said, in a rebellious time, trying to just find myself, that was, uh, it was key to me. Like, oh, yeah. wow, this, this, you know, mm. this is peaceful. Like, yeah. This is grounding. Yeah. Um, I can tap into this. Yeah. This is what I need to be. It was like, this is, this is actually for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, There'll, there'll be some friends that I have or people that I know where it's like, you know, how do I even get started in like reading the Bible? You know, it's lots of big words and things like that. And I always am like, start where like you have, like you need relatability, yeah. whatever it is that you're dealing with, you know, because I mean, a yearly Bible plan is fantastic. Yeah. You know, you can read it from beginning to end. Fantastic. All that stuff. But I think that, like, I love what you said, like, being engaged is so key mm-hmm. because God is not a God of 2,000 years ago. Yeah. It's like today, whatever yeah. you're going through today, and I feel like that's so important yeah. in when, when we're talking about not only just religion, but building relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool that that was a, attractional to you. You said at 12? Yeah. See? I'm just, you know, I just am thinking about my African community. I'm not even going to anyway. Let's just say, guys, uh, uh, being attractional is important. Okay? The youth is important. Yes. Well, that's really good, though. That's good. Um, that's beautiful. Just reminds me of, like, this, the, what's important for the youth today. Not even just the mm-hmm. youth, but, like, re- relatability yeah. is important yeah. for anybody. To connect How is it going to apply to their lives? How is it Come on. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because they're kind of, I, I hate to say it, but kind of dumb it down a little bit. Yes. Has to be valuable yeah, to get you. On, get on their level a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then that, from there, then they'll grow. There we go. But if you don't bring it down a notch or two, mm. how are they mm. going to even understand? That's so good. And just reminding ourselves that, like, Jesus did that for us. Mm-hmm. Like, he came. He literally came down yeah. a couple of notches. <laughs> like, literally from heaven oh, down to notches. earth. Yeah to be relatable to us. Yeah, and he's That's given cool. so many people gifts to make it mm. relatable in different ways because mm. everybody learns at different levels. So yeah. whether it's a, like a daily 
Bible or yeah. reading or daily audio Bible who translate it. Yeah. Or have a, you know, commun- they even have one for kids. Yeah. Um, so mm. all these different people, there's a way for you to understand. Come on. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. That's beautiful. Um, let's get into these questions because yes. we're talking about money yes. and I feel like that's a hot topic. We all want more money. <laughs> we're all asking, how do we get it? I get to the bag. Um, so I want to, I want to first ask you, um, quickly, was there anything that like specifically stuck out to you in the, in the blog? Um, Yes. Uh, in the blog, the, the one key thing that stuck out to me is where you talked about, um, you know, God doesn't give you wealth, but he gives you the power to mm, create wealth. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that's just been in my heart and in my mind. Like, okay, he's given me the power to yeah. create wealth and I have the skill. Mm. You know, just remind rem- reminding myself who God called me to be yeah. and the skills that he has given me and mm. just, Sharika, act on it. Like, mm. he's giving you the power. Yeah. Use it. Um, faith without works is dead. I have yeah. to do the work. Yeah, I have the faith, obviously, in various other ways. But mm. in this area, use that. Use yeah. that power that He's given me. Yeah, that He's given me. So that was the biggest thing. Yeah, that stuck out. And it blew my mind too, because I think oftentimes we <laughs> we pray for things that God has already answered. Mm-hmm. So that that verse when um when Myron Goldens first said it I was like it it hit me too cuz I was like I'm here praying for wealth and God is saying well I've, it's buried in you I already yeah. gave it to you are you acting on it right. you know so that's sometimes it just makes me think like are we praying things that God has already answered yes to and it helps because then it then it redirects my prayer right. instead of God give me wealth. Okay, Lord, um, put me in the right community. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the right it's not the fact that I can't create it, but yeah. you know, like who am I surrounded by? Mm-hmm. So yeah, pay attention to who you're surrounded by, mm-hmm. or just um, hey, like he's already told you a million and nine times. <laughs> so just sit and marinate on what yes. he's like. Get. Get it out of doubt. Get the yeah. doubt out of your head. Mm. You know, shut down the imposter imposter syndrome. Stop Come looking on. at other people and just sit with me for a moment mm. and listen to what I am saying to you. Okay, okay. So that's where we going. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me go ahead and go because you preaching. Um. So I love that. Um. My first question to you then is: Can you tell us about the things you've been able to achieve with the financial wisdom you received? And what are your wealth goals for the future? Uh, things I've been able to achieve. Uh, first and foremost, uh, my biggest accomplishment yeah. is paying off over $100,000 worth of debt. Did um, that number increase? Or was it always $100,000? Um, no, I think, it, no. It, yeah, it's always $100,000. It's been $100,000. Yeah, dang. <laughs> um, I How have, long did that take? It took about 10 years. Wow. I would say eight, yeah, eight to 10 years. $100,000. Um, Come I on, have bro. about seventy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seventy six left. Okay. Seventy three of that is um, student loans. Okay. Which I have one hundred and twenty payments, wow. and so um, within ninety days it should be okay canceled, forgiven, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I also have a small personal loan that I took out because um, mm-hmm. I wanted my backyard done this year, and I just I know I can afford it. So yeah. I just was like, you know what? Let me just make payments on this um, interest free. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, been a Quite a journey, wow. quite a journey Jeez. of paying off that uh, amount of debt. 
Um, I've also been able to just save money. Mm. I will say in over this journey, I have not taken out additional debt. Mm. Um, so throughout that, uh, not only did I pay off a hundred thousand dollars, mm. but I, you know, uh, cash flowed a semester for my daughter to go to school. I, you know, tires have been busted and I've had to repair tires. Mm. Uh, water heaters have been broken and I've had to repair, you know, buy new water heaters. Mm -hmm. Emergencies happen. Yeah. Uh, and I've been able to pay for those things with cash. I've also gone on vacations. Um, cash. Cash. Come uh, on. Um, not financing anything. Not so. Klarna. Yes. Not debt. <laughs> no. People. She said cash. Not for monthly payments Ooh. of eleven ninety nine. Okay. No. So um, that, I think, um, yes, paying off the debt, paying enough for my daughter to go to school. Yeah. And I mean, oh just goodness. going back to our group mm. of habits. Yeah. The habit of budgeting mm. brings me so much joy. Mm. Like just developing that habit through this journey. Yeah, that's true financial peace right there for me. Mm. Um, so just having that skill mm. is amazing because I feel like I can do anything. And you literally like like you, exactly <laughs> like whenever you whenever you want to. Oh, sweetheart, you have a student. I'm not gonna pay for it. Yeah. Cash, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Like that is that is freedom. Um, talk to me about cash flow. Like you mentioned, you know, like, okay, great. You were able to pay off your debt. So what was the cash flow that you was coming in? Uh, what was the cash flow mm -hmm. coming in? Ultimately, mostly for my full-time job. Got I worked you. for the federal government um, for several years. Um, and then I was always working part-time jobs. I worked at every store in the mall. <laughs> um, and so I chose not to do, so Dave Ramsey has coined the term, Gazelle intensity, okay. which means, you know, go hard at yeah. paying off your debt, yeah. um, you know, eat beans and rice and pay it off within six to 11 months. I, Why does jungle food always <laughs> beans and rice? Because that would be in Florida. I sure as heck yeah. ate beans and rice. Yeah. I wasn't subscribing to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I chose to live life. You know, I was a single mm. parent. Um, I wanted to live life. I wanted my daughter to live life. Yeah. I wanted my daughter to do activities too. Yeah. So I had to, yes, I worked hard and I mm. did have... Um, quite a bit of uh, part-time jobs, yeah. but um, a lot of that, the part-time jobs went to like paying down debt while, yeah. you know, my income went to taking care of me and my daughter yeah. living comfortably, mm. um, still, you know, taking trips here and there, having her in different activities. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, why I worked extra, yeah. worked harder so I can at least be able to be comfortable in right. my journey. Right. Yeah. I had, I had another question, but then I was like, let me stick to these and then let's see. <laughs> because... I mean, one of the things that I admired about you too was the level of sacrifice that you that you would accomplish to get what you needed mm -hmm. accomplished. Yeah. Like, um, I I know in the blog we talked about um, like what are you willing to? How are we willing to get out of our comfort zone? And I really see you in that because I remember this story where you and you can share the story where you were saying like I moved out of mm -hmm. my place to my yeah. parents. Can you share that story with us? Sure. Yeah. Um, so when my daughter started college, uh, I just started. She was went away to a school, a mm -hmm. non you know not state school, so yeah. you know it was full price. Yeah. Um, and I was blessed that my parents helped pay for a year. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to be able to contribute as well. Yeah. To her education, so I made the decision to move out of my home. Yeah. And rent my home. Um, and move in with my parents at. Every time you tell that story, I'm like, what is she talking about? She said she rented her home yeah. and moved in with her parents willingly. At 40 years old, Girl. I lived with my parents. And so, so 
that, you know, that money can go towards getting the rest of my debt paid off and having cash flow for, you know, to pay uh, her, help her pay for school. Um, Because I didn't want her to be in that, you know, that overwhelming student loan debt um, that I have, that Mm -hmm. majority of Americans, Mm -hmm. you know, have. And so that was big for me. Um, I knew I couldn't, you know, afford to pay for her whole schooling. Yeah. But at least as much as I could help, I was willing to make that sacrifice for a few years. Jeez. Yeah. But I also love that you said, because I always think to myself, I'm like, man, like, when you sacrifice to that level, how do you encourage yourself to keep going? And I loved one of the things that you said, too, which is like, I mean, I knew it was just for a few years. I had a set time on it. And also just that's also how God works. Like, you're not going to be sacrificing forever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just for a season. Yeah. And that's and that's really it. You just know it's just for a Mm. season. Um, I'm a big planner. Like I said, yeah. I'm type A. So I I went in with a spreadsheet. Like, yeah. okay, this is what is what's going to be coming in. This yeah. is what's going to be going out. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's going to help me. And yeah. so at the end of this two-year period, this is what it should look like. And that is what it, it, that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like, um, I would say probably because of the pandemic, it actually was probably a little bit better because I wasn't mm-hmm. spending as much money. Gotcha. So um, I was able to achieve what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, not only that, I had a because of the pandemic as well, I built up a nice savings so that mm-hmm. when I moved back into my home, I was able to start fresh. Um, oh, I mean, wow. I got rid of all my furniture before I moved out and mm-hmm. just was able to start fresh, which mm-hmm. I needed uh, I needed that at that yeah. time as well. Just the stuff, I've had that house forever and wow. just went through a marriage and divorce and stuff. Yeah. So all that was gone. And I mean, mm-hmm. I started 20, well, the middle of 2021, just... Mm-hmm. With a clean new slate, and I was able to pay for it in cash. Cash. Yeah, so. Say that again. Cash. <laughs> I paid it in cash, y'all. Cash. Okay, cool. Um, There was another story, too, that you shared, and it kind of ties into this question. The story where you shared, like, you know, how just that sacrifice that you had um, when um, when your friends would be going on trips and stuff like that, and you'd be like, no, I got to save and then later on you're like, but now I can go on yeah. trips and I can do whatever I want, essentially. I wanted to know, like, what were some visual affirmations? First off, were visual affirmations important to you um, on your wealth journey? And what ways, like, did you practice visual affirmations? Sure. Um, I would say maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, at church, I started a small group with my best yeah. friend mm-hmm. and it was called Enduring the Process. And mm-hmm. so... That first year in December, uh, it was about six or seven women in my group, and okay. we did a vision board party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I kind of just opened my eyes to vision boards. You hear about them yeah. all the time, but I never really did one. So yeah, bought a whole bunch of magazines, you yeah. know, just sat on the floor, cut out pictures. Um, and that was the first time I actually did a vision board where I actually mm-hmm. cut out pictures that, you know, okay, you know, hey, I do I do want a yeah. new car next year. Yeah. Or, you know, I want to save more money next year. I want to pay off this amount of debt next year. And so... Um, we did that and I placed that vision board in my house and mm-hmm. I always saw it, you know, it was a constant reminder of, hey, you know, this is what you want next year, so what do you need to do? So, you know, mm-hmm. every time you, you pass it, it's like a reminder, like, yeah. okay, maybe I won't go order food, you know, right. because I, I have this financial goal. Or, you know, maybe I, let me go work out again because I have, you know, I got to go to the beach in yeah. a few weeks or something <laughs> like that. So it's a constant reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the years, so for the next, I think, seven years after that, mm-hmm. um, 
The last one we did, I believe, was 2019, before the pandemic. Oh, nice. Um, so you did, like, every year. We started doing them every year. Awesome. And um, the last one was about 50 to 60 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, not only did the vision board parties grow, but the vision boards grew. Um, the mm-hmm. goals grew. I mean, just, it's encouraging to see other people mm-hmm. have their goals and yeah. accomplish their goals. I have yeah. many women that came every single year and then you know at some points they would talk about the goals that were on their vision boards yeah. from the previous year and what they actually accomplished yeah. so that's encouraging not only to see other people mm. put these pictures up and accomplish their goals but then it encouraged me to mm. make changes in my goals uh be more specific yeah um instead of going through magazines i would clip specific pictures out of from you know printed out from the internet yeah um specific colors maybe write like a yeah. color of something a time that something's gonna happen yeah. or you know add words to it come on uh, to be specific so, yeah um and i'm a, a visual person so i would add started adding like check boxes next to it so i can actually check it off when come it's accomplished on. um and when it comes to just even paying down my debt mm-hmm. like i said uh, I didn't do the gazelle intensity, mm-hmm. but I had specific goals each year, whether yeah. it's 10, I'm paying down $10,000. Yeah. And so I would be able to say, you know, put a $10,000 there and like a little checkbox. And when I hit that $10,000, I would check it off. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be able to just relax for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Like I would just, I would, you know, hustle or do whatever I had to do, mm-hmm. do my numbers for each month. Mm-hmm. And as long as I was on track with that, yeah, I felt great. Yeah. And it, it gives you peace of mind that, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm on track yeah. Put it on your door or whatever. Yeah. Like in your room, somewhere where you're going to be every day. Right, somewhere where you're going to see it. Every day, <laughs> yeah. Um, and even, you know, this year I got the idea from my sister, um, mm-hmm. but using Canva, and I did a digital Ooh, yes. vision board, yes. so I printed it out. It's on yes. my, it's a screensaver on my laptop, it's I a screensaver right. on my phone. Everywhere. And so um, seeing that, being specific in those pictures, mm-hmm. um, I said, you know, you can cut out pictures or whatever, but, yeah. you know, I... I have a five-year one on my Canva right now. Mm. I have the specific car, like the color, what the interior looks like. Come on! Um, you know, I want to buy a house in three years. Yes. Um, you know, I'm starting to be specific about the type of house, how many yeah. bedrooms I want. Why do mm. I want this amount of bedrooms? Mm. You know, because, you know, it's just me. So yeah. I, being very intentional about that. Yeah. Um, when knowing your why kind of gives you a little bit more purpose in it, too. Yes. To help you go drive you to yes. that, too. So, Yes. Yeah. The, in, the intentionality, I love how intense that is too. Mm-hmm. Like just the specificities that you're taking because, um, so I'm going to put my phone down. So <laughs> like I'm going, I'm, I'm going through this thing where there's certain areas in my life where I can pray a, spec- a specified mm-hmm. prayer and I'm like, yeah. Then there's other areas where I'm like, <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> where and it's and it's interesting t- as I'm like exploring, I'm like, why why do you do that? Why mm-hmm. is it that you can believe God for specificities in your job, but you can't believe job and specificities in other areas, right? And so, um, it's almost like I'm in this space where I'm, I'm, I'm like. What is the word? Like, okay, I think in, in uh, when you get to a, a point of your walk with God, like, you know him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's your father. You start to know, just like you would know any father, like your father. You yeah. know his characteristics. You know probably what he would say yeah. if you would ask him something or how he would do something. 
So that's kind of how I'm like praying with God now, where yeah. it's like, all right, I mean, I know you're probably going to throw a storm my way, and I know it's going to be better <laughs> for me, so I don't even feel like I need to act, like yeah. say this or ask this because I feel like I know you and yeah. I know what you're going to do. And and that's been a that's that thought has been something I've been challenging and the Holy Spirit has been challenging me because it's like, well, don't just assume you know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do because you, you I mean, yeah, like you know my character, but like you don't know the future. And I've been I've been understanding that like it's been shutting me up mm-hmm. in 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 it's really speaking, fear. It's speaking, in it's speaking, speaking it, thank you. In speaking it and being like, you know what? This is what exactly I want to the T. Yeah. Because there's the fear of well well what if it doesn't, doesn't happen, happen like that? Because it hasn't happened like that in this area. Or I'm still waiting for it, you know? And I'm going to preach to myself mm. right now because I do the same thing. Mm. Just like I'm very intentional with like my financial goals yeah. and very specific with the house goals. I need yeah. to be specific because I do the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, even my friends could probably attest to this. On my vision board is everything about cars and jobs and finances <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And I never put, I may put like, ooh, a date yeah. on there. But right. that's it. It's a little picture with a heart. <laughs> but I'm never specific about it. But, you know, just like I have faith for God to, you know, bless those other things that I highlight on my vision board, I know if I trust him to do those things, why don't I trust him to do bless that area? Yeah, Yeah, I got to work on that. It's an area of fear. Yeah. That's just, yeah, like it's just, it's just what it, what it is. But why do we fear? If we know he's going to do the other things, why why don't we know he's going to do this? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) And Pastor Stephen has, has literally, you, you know what I'm saying? getting into connect groups mm-hmm. where my area of faith is a little weaker mm-hmm. because you're not going to be a hundred percent all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why visual affirmation is so key, especially in my, my walk, because I'm like, okay, I'm believing for marriage and, and don't get me wrong. I got a list. Like I have a list. I have my, my, you know, but, but I think there was an extra step that needed to happen, which for me, visual affirmations, like, it helps me to even get off of the board and into real life. Yeah. So currently what I'm doing is like I'm I'm speaking to married couples mm-hmm. and just like like you know just hanging out with them um um and more specifically knowing okay like what what are the marriages around me that I admire yeah. and where I want to be mm-hmm. and like so my my strategy is to tap wisdom from the future. Yeah. And and I'll start applying it now. Um, so like that's one way I'm challenging this whole thing of like overcoming that fear. Yeah, yeah. Because because I'm like mm, no no I don't. <laughs> it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. And so and so it's like no. I I, I want to believe God for every area in my life. And it's the same too with with wealth. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like the um conference was such a a a a, a change. It really. I came back, I'm like thinking completely differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, it's so key what you said, like being around people, like-minded people, just, just how, I love that you said like seeing somebody else achieve their goals and being connected to that and being close to that did something in you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, that's, that's what, yeah, like that's what's happening with me is that I've been able to have a group of friends from that conference 
where it's like, oh, I just hit my first da 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 da, and I'm like, true, word, yeah. you made that much, bet, yeah, how bet. did you do it? Talk, mm-hmm. like, lean in, yep. lean in, yeah, yeah, and so, um, yeah, that's that's been so impactful for me. I I, I don't I don't even know, um, cause it's 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 really hard expanding your mind. Because the Bible says that be renewed by the transformation of your mind. It's hard to do that if you not if you if your mind is right in the box, box. <laughs> like and that's it. Yeah, you know, if it's in a if it's in a box or if yeah. it's on the same thing that you've been doing daily. You mm. know what I mean, if you're still sitting in that same box, yeah, um, or surrounded by that box, like you're not going to really be seeing, yeah, anything. And so putting yourselves and putting yourself in a new place with mm. new people, mm. it's like. Oh, really? And but here's the thing: not just putting yourself in that place. Yeah. Like, okay, you went to the conference. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you need to continue that and connect it with people on a regular okay. basis to make sure that that information is still yes. in you. Because here's the thing: life is going to be life, mm. and you know, every day you're going to get up, move about, or whatever. Yeah. But you're going to still need a daily reminder until you start hitting those goals. So you need to continue connecting with those people. Yeah. Just like, I mean, in finances. Um, you know, as I was going through the journey, you mm-hmm. know, uh, coaching or hosting Financial Peace University mm-hmm. kept that in my brain. Wow. Watching people on YouTube who are going through the same journey kept that mm-hmm. on my mind every day just to mm-hmm. remind me, like, I wake up and I'm, you know, ready to hit DoorDash or something. Like, no, you know what I mean? You're on the same journey Come with on. so-and-so. Or if he's just watching a video, like, okay, no, this is your goal. You know, that's why the, the vision, not only the vision board, yeah. but actually having an accountability partner. There we go. Um, my mom was key in yeah. that. Uh, you know, sometimes she would go, like go hard. Like yeah. the Costco, yeah. I had to give her my Costco card at one point. Mm. I could only go to Costco with her at one point because wow. Costco was a problem for me. Wow! <laughs> I always come out with equipment, yeah, clothing, and <laughs> like Costco and, was and, your target, and, yeah, <laughs> and, cro- and croissants. I forgot about all the food, but I've got five loungewear yeah. sets or whatever. But you know, trusting those people who are around me who are who've already achieved that goal or who, where mm. I want them to be, she was key in that. Come on. You're touching on something. And I'm like, the power of visual affirmation, there's two things I feel like you touched on. One, which was, okay, because sometimes we can have the reason, I don't want to use the word excuse because it can be real for people, mm-hmm. of like, Okay, but where? What if I'm in a place where I I can't see what it is I want to see? What if I'm in a neighborhood where? What if I don't have the means to go where I need to go to visually like affirm myself and mm-hmm. things like that? And I love that you said that like, well maybe sometimes you're gonna have to create that space yourself. Yeah. And maybe it starts with you. Yeah. You know, you with your vision board, you created that group. Mm-hmm. You created that community. And what's beautiful is that you created that community to end up helping you. Mm-hmm. Like somebody could be like, it's it's low yeah. key, yeah. I I need y'all. Yeah. I mean, you know, you motivate each other, right, right. And I and I love that because I I think it's it just keeps touching on that importance of like, you know, how far are we willing to go to mm-hmm. get what it is that we need? So if it means that okay, the opportunity is not available for you. Are you going to create that opportunity? And maybe in that, that's also where your gifting is explored. Your gifting that is then tied to your ability to create wealth. Mm -hmm. I love that. The importance of community. Y'all will hear me preaching about community left and right. (laughs) And it's important because, like, some of us don't like people, y'all. Let's be for real. (laughs) Some of us don't like people. 
And what's crazy about that is people are so knitly tied to your prosperity. Yeah. And it is very intentional. God didn't, it, like, prosperity, he wasn't. Peace, mm, success. Mm. So many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need people. So, I mean, let's get <laughs> let's get around to the start of it. <laughs> Easier said it then. Okay, I love this. Um, how have you used your gifts to activate the power, your power to create wealth? Um, my gifts. I mm-hmm. am gifted. I feel like I have tons oh, of gifts. I do. Say it. Yes. I do a lot of things. Um, but actually using them to build prosperity. I don't. Uh, that's what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll admit that. Um, for my family's full of girls, and yeah. you know, I've done hair all my life. I've got mm-hmm. a daughter with a beautiful yeah. hair, mane of hair. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I've just recently become an empty nester, and my mm-hmm. loctician is just like, hey, why don't you just start doing hair with all this free time that right. you have? And so I, you know, the day she said it was the day I looked on the website and they had one slot left. I signed up. Uh-huh. And so for the a year and a half, I've opened up this business doing sister locks on the yes. side. Um, and that's, you know, just that skill of just being able to do hair. Mm-hmm. Also being able to create a peaceful environment. Um, a lot of the clients that have come to me mm. are just always like, okay, you're the person. Like they, for some reason, my website oh, brings them on. peace. Um, the little environment, the salon I've created in my yeah. house gives them peace. Yeah. Um, so, you know, using that to yeah. help build prosperity because that money comes in, you know, that helps pay yes. for some of my savings and investing goals and yeah. also some of my, you know, leisure, leave whatever I want to do. Yeah. Um, some other things is, uh, even with budgeting. Mm. Um, I love budgeting. I'm yeah. a geek about budgeting. <laughs> you, you just, I, you see how I, I smile what when I say it. Right. I She's like, smile when I say I've the word. I've never seen someone smile so big <laughs> when it comes to budgeting. It's just giving me so much peace. Yeah. Um, you know, and budgeting is not just for people with money. Mm. Like people, it's for people without money. Like mm. even when I didn't have, you know, but I started budgeting a long time ago. So yeah. even with people who don't have, you know, have much to budget, it gives you a certain amount of peace. It gives yeah. you control over your funds. And so um, teaching people how mm-hmm. to do that. Like mm-hmm. I said, hosting FPU with yeah. my mom. Oh my um, and through that, we, we started a, a budget coaching yeah. business. And so we help nice. people create plans to pay off debt. Um, we help people teach people yeah. how to properly budget. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, you know, say, oh, I got paid, and then you know, they'll just spend whatever they got right. paid. And that's not budgeting. Mm. Um, you know, that's not creating a plan mm. for your wealth. And so teaching people how to do that, and just on my end, teaching people how to make it a habit, and mm. like a habit that you'll eventually enjoy. That's what the part mm. I do. Like, yeah. you know, making it a consistent habit, yeah. uh, being consistent with the practice, making it a daily thing. Um, that's one thing I do like to work on with people uh, in my coaching. Mm, come on. So, um, which is something that brings in, you know, some income. Yeah. I will say, you know, there's some work that I need to do with it. Yeah. Um, you know, as we talked about with God, you know, he gives you a lot, these gifts mm-hmm. and, um, my biggest, uh, spiritual gift is giving. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I don't, uh, I'm not good at, uh, deciding how much do I give mm. versus what should I actually be using to create wealth. Because mm. like you said earlier, you know, God gives you the power to create wealth. Yes. And so I know some of these gifts are for me to actually create wealth in it. But, you know, sometimes I let the giving yeah. overtake that. And I yeah. know I need to find that balance. And that's yeah. something that I'm working on. Um, and so I recently joined a community of women. Like mm-hmm. I have a friend who on, she's, been, that. she's been saying, talking yes. about it for months. And mm-hmm. then I'm just like, you know what? Let me tap into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this university full of women entrepreneurs. Wow. And, you know, I'm going to start meeting with them monthly to just mm-hmm. tap into that 
mindset of mm. these women who are using their gifts that yes. they've been given and building wealth with it and you yeah. know using that wealth to just do different things whether it's give or expand their households or yeah. whatever but um, I know he's giving me things that I need to maximize yeah um and I need to I'm working on that how did you identify your gifts I mean I'm sure some mm. are apparent like the hair one yeah I mean that's you know but how I, I love the other one that you said, which is cool because some of us may not recognize it as a gift. I have the same gift. I didn't recognize it as a gift, which is like creating a safe space mm -hmm. for, 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 for people, yeah. you know? So how did, how did you end up like identifying some of your gifts? So I will say it's not just like, Oh, this is my gift and right. I'm going to do it. It's because I, I created it and people have commented on it and then I'm like, Oh, People actually, you know, like this. Like, it's my peaceful place. I'm like, yeah. oh, people actually like this. So, you know, I've added little things to my salon as yeah. far as making it peaceful. Um, even with, you know, budgeting, you yeah. know, helping people. Um, I just I just do it, you yeah. know. I do it at FPU. Yeah. Um, I do, uh, like, a budget workshop. You know, mm -hmm. one of the weeks we don't do anything uh, that's related to the class. Yeah. But I just do a budget workshop. And people love it. And mm. so um, I'm like, ooh, you know, I should do more with this. Yeah. Um, and then I just get opportunities tossed to me. You know, yeah. I've been on another podcast, um, and actually recently, and I need to, you know, someone referred me to someone to make videos mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, some underprivileged students on how to just wow. start adulting and, wow. um, and manage on. money for these so youth. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. God's just throwing these opportunities at me, mm. and he's just like, Sharika, I'm telling you right. to maximize right. this, so just do it. Right. So, I, you know, I, it's not that it's like, oh, you know, I know I'm good at this, mm. but every time I do something, he yeah. adds more, and yeah. he gives me validation that, okay, you're uh -huh. doing right, let's let's move it up a notch. Yeah, so. that's beautiful. And, like, the validation is coming from people, and, and the, like, the opportunities that you've created. Yeah. I love how you took you took on it upon yourself to create the, the opportunities and God has also given you the, some of these opportunities. Um, I know for me, I've, I, I've done, that's my, that's my purpose board right there. I was reading I, I it right. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, I like I it out. <laughs> um, and the reason why I did that was I think when you are trying to identify your giftings, one of the things I love Pastor Steven said was that to be 100% honest, it's hard sometimes mm -hmm. when you are, when you're identifying your gifting because you're the one with the gift mm -hmm. and most of the times you're not the one who sees it. Mm -hmm. It's the people who receive the gift that they, they can, they can identify what the gift is. Mm -hmm. So like who is receiving your gift? Yeah. And that's another reason why people are mm -hmm. important, yeah, people. you know, and, yeah. and then also I want to say the word boldness, living boldly, meaning that like, um, in order for someone to receive the gift, you have to give something. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, um, one thing that's been important to me in my journey is not waiting. And it's so funny cause it's the title of his book, but literally like not waiting for permission, um, to create or to, start something or to launch the website or to whatever, yeah. you know, cause I think we get scared that like maybe the numbers aren't there who, how do I know any, if anybody's even interested in it or yeah. things like that, you know, but, um, just starting. Yeah. Just and starting. 
I think what's mm-hmm. important too is, I'm not sure if it was this blog post or the mm-hmm. other one, but the questions that you asked your friends and the, your mentors yes, and yes. stuff just about you and what do they see yeah. in you? Like, what what are your strengths? Yeah. You know, what are you like? What do they get from you? Yeah. Because, like you said, other people are kind of tap into your there gift you before you are. So yes. Don't be afraid to ask. Yes. I like how you asked your friends, yes. and your family, and yeah. those people close to you. And it was so and it was so helpful. That. Yeah, it was so helpful for, for me. Two things. One, I also shared in the podcast like the personality test that I took, and um, just confirming it not only with God's word but with the people that God has put around me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, Lord, I'm I'm seeing that my unique genius, genius, my own unique gifting within your larger purpose is I have a, a, an ability to create um, opportunities for people to use their strengths. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, good. We got the wording together. We got all this together. Um, but like, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't ask those people, um, mm-hmm. my friends and family. And if I didn't, if I didn't um, even just use like creating these opportunities, like starting a group, joining a dream yeah. team and things like that and actually exercising it. Um, before any of that could even happen mm-hmm. man i had something else that i wanted to say and i lost <laughs> i lost it but hopefully holy spirit bring it back oh child we got oh, okay i'm like i have so many other um questions to ask you um oh okay what are some moments that completely shifted the way you thought about wealth and money um, I would say first and foremost, taking financial peace university yes, the first time, that was um, great. that's a big foundation mm-hmm. for anybody who just doesn't know what they're doing with their money or just yes. wants a, to tap into like, okay, what can I be doing more yeah. of? Uh, two was, um, I'm a little hard headed, um, you know, that rebellious child. Um, <laughs> and so I realized what I needed. And so I hired mm-hmm. a coach, um, oh. several years ago, probably yes. 10 years ago. Cause I, I think that, yeah, the, the email, I saw the email the other day. Um, and he was very instrumental mm-hmm. in helping me create a specific plan for myself mm-hmm. as a single mother. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people go into FPU or like I said, see things on social media and gotcha. it's like, Oh, I got to do things this way. Da, da, yeah. da. And it's not realistic to their finances. Mm-hmm. Um, so he helped me create a specific plan for me mm-hmm. that I was willing to work with. Like yeah. I said, I wasn't going to be eating beans and rice. Right. And so I didn't by watching other people or getting some of the basic structure, I, I needed somebody to kind of break that down for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also holding me accountable mm-hmm. along with my mom, mm-hmm. that was key. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't, if I did not pay for that coach, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had the habit that I have now. Wow. I still use the spreadsheet that he yeah. gave me to that day. I've tweaked it, I've you know, made a couple extra cells mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, that was definitely key. Yeah. Um, and I would say, lastly, so, um, just, you know, growing up, my parents, my parents were military, mm-hmm. just being in apartments and then, you know, we moved to Maryland, bought a house mm-hmm. and then, uh, their most recent house is a nice site. Yes. And I remember pulling up to the house the first, when they first bought it and I'm like, I don't think my parents are doing something illegal. Like, I don't know what this is. And, um, and so that opened up. <laughs> just like, are my parents oh, drug lords? Like, what Jesus, is happening please. here? <laughs> And so that just, um, you know, opened up conversations that I started having with them. Um, and I, I was already realizing, like, wait a minute, you know what? They were working a lot. I was watching my sisters a lot back in the day. Like, so I started asking them questions. Yeah. Um, and that's where we started talking about, you know, 
the details of yeah. how they interpreted their financial peace university mm. journey you know why they started hosting mm. like really you know that's when i started hosting mm. like okay this is helps you keep it on the, yeah. the forefront um and you know when they got their financial advisor mm. how they got out of debt like yeah. why did they make the decisions that they make having yeah. those conversations with my parents really was key um and just to see where it goes from all right, you know, two people in debt, re, you know, raising mm. three kids to you know, two people who are now retired in a nice home. That's mm. not just it's not just a home. Mm. It's a home for family. Like yeah. when I say, you know, when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, what are these two people doing with this home? <laughs> but no, you yeah. know, I've lived there. My sister has lived there. My mm. my all the you know the kids have lived there. When the grandkids come over, it's yeah. a, it's a house for the family mm. thanksgiving you know we have up to all my vision board parties except mm. for the first one have yeah. been there wow. that's where we fit 50 wow. 60 people wow to come together so um just the journey that they went through mm. and it's like they all that the sacrifices they made yeah and where they are now not yeah. to say it's just to just get a big house yeah but look at what that house has done yeah. for our family look what it, what, it, what it will do for our family um in the future and that was key um, them getting that and actually being brave enough to have those conversations with them. Mm. We still have the conversations mm. to this day. Um, just it, how it's going to, how wealth is going to impact our family. Yeah. Um, we recently had a conversation just about wills and estates and just, you know, mm. people don't talk about that, right. but it's so important. And I'm like, it's opened up my eyes to, okay, this is what I need to do because, mm. you know, I have, I, I have an adult child, but mm. this is what I need to do. Um, and I mean, this is, but even how specific my dad was about his house, mm. you know, he, the hallways, he wanted a certain size. Like, that's where I get, like, that's so why I have to be good. so intentional about my yeah. goals. Yeah. Like, he was specific about how he wanted yeah. that home. And that, having these conversations with my parents, learning about what they did. Yeah. And seeing where they came from to where they are now. Key. I love that, like, imagine if a billionaire just walked up in here and and you asked him what is the key to wealth and he turns around and says relationships you would throw a shoe like what are you talking about but i like literally from everything that you said beginning to end has all been connected to people mm -hmm. and yeah. like it's it's like okay we can't avoid that because you're saying it all the billionaires and millionaires at that conference were saying it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Your favorite billionaire is probably also going to say it. Mm -hmm. So so what is it, you know, like, I, I and, and so it's just encouraging to be like, maybe we should tap into that more. Like, the key to wealth is really relationships, but not just any relationships, like the right relationships. Yeah. And another thing that I that I see in your in your story too is like the relationships that you were connecting with were purposeful for where you wanted to be. Yeah. You weren't like I mean yes I, I think there's there's um there what do they call it like um uh peer mm -hmm. peer mentors yes so you have peer mentors who are on the same level as you but like you also need mentors who are where you want to be yeah. and that's so cool that that was key to your growth. Um, Cause it's evident, yeah. you know. If you're, uh, I mean, you know, nothing. Everything, every level is good because yeah. it keeps you on a level playing field. But yeah, if you want to step it up a notch, yeah, who's gonna pull you up there if nobody's mm. already up there? Huh? Sorry, you better preach. <laughs> That's good. 
there if there's nobody already up there? And I, I love that you said that because then it reminds me of you also need to, that's why God is doing something in you because you need to, to be pull, that person to pull, to pull somebody up there. I love that. Okay. Whew. I, I'm like, let me see if I can pick a question because I'm like, I'm getting so much from this. I hope y'all are too because my goodness, this is why I love this because then I can go rewatch it myself yes. and take notes myself. Like, thank you. Um. Oh, okay. Okay. What are some things that you struggled with as it relates to the concept of wealth in God and how, how did you or are you navigating through that? And I know you had even talked about like mm -hmm. maximizing your gifts, like currently. I think that's the biggest thing that mm. I struggle with is maximizing my gifts and discerning whether am I supposed to give this gift away mm. or am I supposed to use this to build wealth. Um, being a natural giver, yeah. I give, I tend to give a lot. And mm. so, you know, I sometimes feel like God's like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, you know, when I ask for, all right, how am I going to get to this yeah. point or how am I going to get from point A to B? And he's yeah. like, I gave it to you. Right. Use it to, you know what I mean? Do yeah. what you do. Not to say that there's anything wrong with giving, yeah. but you know, there's certain things that he wants you to do a little bit mm -hmm. more with. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's still giving. Yeah. Like, it's not, I, I think what is very interesting to explore, too, is, like, in the Christian community, like, for some reason, because I'm Christian, it means that you ain't got to pay me. How, where yeah. did we get that? Where, <laughs> where did we get that from? Um, and it's so interesting because even on, even on the receiving side, like, I feel like, oh, my goodness, I'm a believer. I should just give it away freely. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said, like, it, that's not the case all the time. And it's not to negate, I think we like, we almost demonize the ones who say, buy my package or buy my whatever. And it's like, wait, why, why should we, why should we not pay for someone else's gifting? If, if they're pouring into me, that's yeah. me, that's me blessing them, thanking them for them pouring into me. And here's the thing. I need to gain that same confidence because mm. I have no problem paying for somebody because if somebody's mm. creating a product oh, that I want, yeah. I will gladly pay you. Yeah. Like, even if it's a family member, mm. you worked hard on that. Mm. I'm going to pay the fee. I don't want no discounts. I mm. like I don't like to ask people for discounts. Yeah. I want to pay you full price because I know your worth. Mm. I need to believe that for myself. Wow. Wow. Mm. There's that um, imposter syndrome too. Mm. And like, I'm the same way where when, um, and I wrote it in my blog, I believe her name is Elaine, one of the speakers, mm -hmm. where where she was talking about as soon as I changed, as soon as I changed the price of my offering to a high ticket item, everything changed for her. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh wait, what? All you did was change the price of your thing? And, and it was less what she did and more yeah. so what I absorbed from that, mm -hmm. which is, no one's gonna pay that much for my service and there's that is the that is the thing that was the fear because it's like well why don't you feel like you're worth that amount right if it's a gifting that you've been walking in it's and it's unique to you and you know you have evidence of this helping people's lives yes. this is what i wanted to say before when i forgot one of, one, of, one of my friends who i asked the question to she responded and she was like you know you're really great in building up confidence, um, um, and she called it, like, she said, like, you could almost be a confidence coach, and I said, confidence mm -hmm. coach. I said, is that a real thing? And yes, sure enough, is. I Googled it. Yes, there are, yep. Sure mm -hmm. enough, Googled it, and, and it's like, it's basically like a fancier word for life coaching, and I was like, why did I never think 
that I could, because I always ask God, I said, God, I, 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 I consider them soft skills, right? Because this is what we call them in work. Like, I have a lot of soft skills, mm-hmm. but they, they're, they're, they maximize other people's lives. And I always ask God, I said, God, I love that. Everybody says, I create a safe space. I love it. How am I going to make money off of that guy? How am I going to make money off of that? Um, how is that going to open up doors for me? Because in my head, I'm thinking a product. A product, you know, is what it is. Or or a, a, a hard service or something like that. So to me, it was, that is like my next step mm-hmm. in the sense of like just thinking about it Mm -hmm. that's why those questions and just reaching out to friends and family was so important to me because it awoke in me like oh you dang right there is life coaching and there are people who need and will pay to 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 be there you go their mindset and i never i never thought of that and then i was like oh my gosh so step into that (laughs) i sure not will you know you know it so you know, if you guys hear my life coaching business come up, you know, yes, <laughs> no, but that's, but that's so true. Like I love, cause it's like you're, you're planting seeds. If you have received something mm-hmm. from someone, if you've been poured into, why now is it a stretch for you to pour back into that person just because there's a, there's a, there's a monetary ticket on right. it. You know, sometimes we gotta, we gotta challenge the way mm-hmm. we gotta question the way we think about yeah. things. And also, like in a biblical right, stance, right. because for real, let's let's be a hundred right now. Like people gotta eat. Like you know, eat. I mean, <laughs> and people honestly, even if they're talking about God, yeah. they still gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, and people respect it more and value yeah. it more sometimes when they have to pay a fee for they're, it. They're, yes, yes, very much true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm gonna ask. Ooh, okay. I think I'm gonna save that question. Time went by fast, girl. Okay, you know what? Let's see if we can let's see if we can run through it. Okay. What would be your top three discipline tips um to wealth creation? Uh top three. Mm-hmm. Uh number one, budgeting and tracking. Mm-hmm. Um creating a plan, yes. and tracking against the plan. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying you're going to budget two hundred dollars a month yeah. for eating out, yeah, going out. Um, don't spend four hundred and fifty. Yeah. Because remember what happened. There's other goals in yes. that plan. So other goals budgeting and tracking plan. against it. Mm. Um, two is making it a habit. Mm. That's a discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people say habits. It's like brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. washing your face, bathing. Yeah. It should be an everyday thing. Yeah. For me, it's an everyday thing. Uh, people think I'm crazy, but I literally spend time. When I'm drinking my coffee, first yeah. thing, I'm doing my budget. Yeah. Um, when I don't do it, I feel out of place. Mm. Um, definitely making it a habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, I would say automatic savings and um, mm. yes. automatic savings and foregoing your promotions a little bit mm. um, I, the last ooh, six seven years mm-hmm. when it comes to promotions or bonuses 75% goes to investing and saving mm. 25% goes to me so my lifestyle creep has not been a it's literally been mm. a creep mm. um, I've been living off of you know a lower salary for quite mm. some time mm. um, I've been comfortable. Yeah. So if you don't see it, all yeah. of my automatic savings and everything is done before I even get my paycheck. Right, so right. So I haven't seen that money in years. So if <laughs> yeah. you only send $50 yeah. to me, yeah. I'm going to get used to that $50 and yeah. not the rest. And yeah. so, um, you know, calculate those things when you know you're going to get a promotion or something. Mm. You know what check that's going to be on. And usually I just make that change yeah. automatically behind the scenes. So I don't see any of it. Right, right. It's out of sight, out of mind. It's my investing goals. Oh, yeah. come on, which... 
delayed gratification. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk to with that. But okay, we're gonna go ahead and go into questions. Um, uh, these are questions that viewers have sent in. Mm -hmm. Um, and thank you guys again for sending in questions. If you if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, you can always go to the website thingshopeforwithoutanei.com and go to the um, contact us page um, and share. And it's always in the show notes. So we'll go with, let's see, let's see. Okay, let's go with Robert. Um, Robert asked, why would I have to give money away to build wealth? I heard somebody say that one time and I didn't understand it. It just didn't make sense to me. Okay. Why would you have to give money away mm -hmm. to build wealth? Um, first off, I mean, the money that has been given to you is not yours anyway. And so, <laughs> I mean, you're just really giving oh. back to God um, okay. what he has blessed you with. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, it just goes from there. Yeah. If you continue that process... He all he's he's always got you. Yeah. That's something that um I never understood. Uh, you know, the faith faith doesn't make any sense. So you, you just, you just <laughs> faith true. just means you just do you just do it out of I don't know and I'm just gonna do it and yeah. it always works out. Yeah. Um and I you know, my mom my mom is my accountability partner. I've always challenged like challenged myself. I'm a giver, so mm -hmm. I've always you know, when I first read the scripture, what was it, Malachi? Um, test me. Mm -hmm. And that's yes. when I started giving yeah and um i tested him and guess what nothing yeah. ever changed yeah my lifestyle never changed mm -hmm. everything just ran smoothly mm -hmm. but then i would get these little you know pockets of whatever on my right hand shoulder but like oh you know what you shouldn't give this month because you know you want to go on that trip mm -hmm. or you know you want this excursion or you want this bag mm -hmm. or you want these shoes and then i'd be like you know okay you know what let me just take six months off so i can yeah. live my life or whatever and when i tell you everything would go into a disarray and I, wow. it doesn't make any sense to me. Wow. And then I'd go back to my accountability and I'm like, Mom, my budget is just out of whack. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And she'd be like, All right, I see your I see your spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Why like when did you stop giving? Why mm. why did you stop giving? Mm. And then she'd be like, you know what you gotta do? Mm. And then I would just go back to it and everything would just go back to normal. Does it make sense? No. <laughs> why are you like that's just, amazing. I love that you said Sometimes like faith doesn't make sense. I think I think to just answer this question, Robert, a couple of things. Um, I'll say like I'll start with tithing because that's what we mm -hmm. were talking about before. Um, one, I think that it is exercising faith mm -hmm. to understand that God can do a lot more with the ten percent that He's asking you for mm -hmm. than you could do with your with the hundred percent if you kept it. Yeah. And then another thing too, it's like it's a checking of your heart. The Bible says that like. Mm -hmm. Where where our where our, our our treasure is in our heart, so like it's it's almost like a check and balance on your heart. Mm -hmm. So then that way you don't you don't become to love money to love money more than you love God. Um, and well, when it when it ties into now giving away money to then then get more money, I think that there is a um, there is something at attached to letting things go. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, we have so many words for it, good karma, um, what goes around comes around, but like what we can't do is lie and say that it's not true and we don't actually see it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like see it happening that when you, um, when you have a consistent heart of generosity, um, 
and you are giving, like, it does come back to you. Like, there's evidence of it. So it's not something that, like, if, if it doesn't make sense to you, right? And I get it. It's like a, it's like a weird thing. But check around those who you see. I bet you, I bet you the people who get back a lot more are the ones who are, who are giving a lot more, too. I think people expect, too, that the get back a lot more is financial. Oh, come on, Sharika. Yes. Like I said, you know, yes, things would di- disarray, but my peace, it, like, come like it would on, be so my good. peace that would go out of order or mm. something, you know, something crazy would happen or whatever. It's not just money, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's everything else. It's just life. Yeah. Um. So it's not only money. Yes, a lot of people will get, you know, monetary mm. blessings, but uh, that's definitely should not be the expectation. Yeah. I love that. No, that's a hundred percent. Cause even pro- even the idea of prosperity is not just monetary. I, I love that. He's a provider. Uh, you know, understanding. He's a healer. All of these mm. things will be given unto you. Like it's not just money. Mm. Okay. Come on. All right. So we'll take we'll take Nicole, and then maybe we can do um, answers like answer these questions another time. So. Yeah. We'll we'll post up another video of them because it's four oh three and we want to respect y'all time and you know give you the rest of your Sunday. Um, but okay, so Nicole said, um, "Thanks so much for sharing this vlog. It's kind of challenging me because I've always grown up in church surround um, in church surroundings that shun becoming rich or wealthy. So I've always wondered, does God even want us to be wealthy? Would love to hear your take on that." Mm. Does God even want us to be wealthy? Yes, of course he does. <laughs> yeah. He wants you to, you know, yeah. he wants you to be wealthy. I think it's what you, you know, yeah. people people associate uh, wealth with, you know, people like selfish rich people. Mm-hmm. But no, mm-hmm. you know, he wants you to be wealthy, but he also wants you how he, he teaches you how to use your wealth. Yes. You know, he wants you to be yes. obedient with that wealth. Yes. As well. So, um, not just to be wealthy, just to. Yeah you know, yeah. buy whatever. So there's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong with it. Mm. I love how Miles Monroe used to say that God is a king, right? And he has a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And even back in those days, like even in just, just in our earth, right? A king's domain, his kingdom, was a reflection of him as a mm-hmm. king. So if the kingdom was prosperous, then it's a reflection of him. Mm-hmm. If the kingdom was ghetto, then it was also a, reflex, a reflection right. of him. And if God, since God is a king of abundance, his people, his kingdom needs to be mm-hmm. abundant. Everybody in the kingdom needs yeah. to be wealthy. Because that's, that's, that. so I think that there's, there's that. When we ask, does God even does want us to be wealthy? Well, why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. He, it, it, to be honest, it should be automatic because if we are citizens of heaven, mm-hmm. then we are receiving everything that the kingdom king has, and it's mm-hmm. a good kingdom. So yes, so there's that that makes me think of that. And then the second thing too is like if we are operating in glory to glory to glory, um, I think that there is there is wealth that's also attached to that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Bible also says that like your gifts will bring you in front of great men, mm-hmm. um, and Okay, we most of the time we use that verse for wealth, you know what I mean? But um but that also speaks it, it lets me know that yes, like God God would want me to advance, God would want me to be prosperous. Also the blessing, my favorite blessing in Deuteronomy when Moses is talking to the people and he's like, um, when you enter into that land, you mm-hmm. will be prosperous, your hands will be blessed, yeah. everything that you touch, your livestock, everything will be, you know, like 
in abundance. Yeah. So just claiming that blessing is mine too. And then the last thing I'll say to that um, is um, God blesses you to be a blessing. So the wealth is, is yes, for you so that that way you can reflect his kingdom. But it's, it's also attractional. Mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Stephen has said since something one time. He was like just, just touching on the fact that like, you know, um, why he dresses the way he dresses or, or why, and sorry, Pastor Stephen, if I'm saying it wrong, but anyway, like <laughs> the, the car that, that he drives or things like that. Yes, he likes those things, but let's be a hundred percent honest. Mm -hmm. People also like those things. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a, it's a tactic for fishing for people. Mm -hmm. Like if, when you see somebody with a nice car and things like that, what do you want to know? How did he get that car? Mm -hmm. How could I do what he does to get that car? Yeah. Good. Come on in. Yeah. This is how I got this car. I was generous. I was this. Mm -hmm. I was that. Yeah. In fact, it's really because of the God I believe. So it's like, it, it's, it's, it's for you to be a blessing to others. I remember this Bible scripture that, that even talks about, um, what, how the wealth, are, the wealthy are supposed to steward their money. They mm -hmm. are supposed to provide for the poor and less, uh, less fortunate. Yeah. So God will give you wealth. So then that way you could, you could provide mm -hmm. for his people who don't have it. Yeah. And then he also would give you wealth to represent him. And also so that you could attract people right. to him. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. God wants, God desires, if it's a desire for you, then it's, then it's a desire for him. Yeah. You Hands know? down. Yeah. And Think of it as a mindset thing, just so you can go back to your mindset. What yeah. you have is wealth, too. Mm. So when you start thinking about what you have already is wealth, it'll Come give you on, more wealth. So when you put yourself in a mindset of already thinking of what he's giving you as mm. wealth, of course, he'll give you more because he knows you can handle it. Like mm. So just, you know, the mindset thing. I feel like we talked about that earlier, about how that's so important. Yeah. That, you know, you look at more people like, oh, they've got so much more. Look at what you got yeah. already as more. Mm. Walk around with your head high, you know, driving your Honda Accord like it's a BMW. Yes. Like, and then, hey, yeah, you know, treat it as if it is its blessing from him, and he'll bless you with more. Girl, that's a great way to end this. I love it. What you have it. already is wealth. Yeah. Come on. Sharika, girl, pray, pray us out, cause yo, yes. this is so no. But thank you so much for 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 being here. I, I like, I. I've learned so much already, and it's it's been feeding my own personal I journey. Enjoyed it. Thank you for inviting yes, me. Yes, of course. Of thank course. you. I really okay. appreciate it. Let's first out. Thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for this time with your article graduates. I thank you for the opportunity to be on this podcast and just to share my wisdom on just the things that I've dealt with with wealth. And I thank you for everyone who is listening, who may be on here live and those who may just be listening later, Lord God, Jesus. And I just ask you, Lord God, Jesus, to help them, Lord God, just uh, come to an agreement with them on the things, Father God, that they may not be stewarding right mm. now, Lord God. Just, just give them the ideas. Wake, awaken their minds, Father yes, God, Lord. for the things that you have for them that it's going to bring them wealth, Lord God. Just give them the things that you're asking them to use their power, Lord God, just to create wealth, generational wealth in their lives, Father God. For you, Father, are a provider, and you provided mm. for each and every one in this uh, in this um, in this setting right now, Lord. And mm. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for all those who are going to continue to grow, and those who can connect from this, and who have learned something new from this. And Father, you are awesome and wondrous. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. 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 Thank you. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this month's episode. I hope it was encouraging to you and a help to your next step in faith. 
We host the podcast recap live on the last Sunday of every month from 3 to 4 p.m. And I'd love to see you there. Join the THF fam by clicking subscribe in the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Things Hoped For for all the vibes. Visit www.thingshopedfor.com for the next vlog. Until then, see you next month. Much love, Nya Agwe.